Hi there. Thank you for downloading, listening to, and watching the Lean Into Artcast. This is a show where a couple of visual storytellers get together and take on various topics that tend to cross one's path when you go off on this endeavor of communicating with images. We think hard about this stuff, so you will too. My name is Jersey Droz. I'm a cartoonist and teaching artist, and the other host is named... Hey everyone, I'm Rob Stenzinger, and I'm a user experience designer who happens to make interactive um, digital things, and I do some coaching and teaching about all that stuff. Good to see you again, Rob. Good to see you, Jersey. And so, somehow we're streaming all over the place today. That's a, Yeah, that's we're fun. doing our ongoing tests uh, of trying out different setups and methods and you know i mean I, I think recently we did an episode where i was talking about building my own pc based on you building your own pc um so we're on like slightly more robust and stable systems now hopefully that can handle all this stuff uh but yes we are we are streaming as usual into our discord server where we're paying close attention to any comments and uh, interactions that happen there um the, the invite link is in the show notes for this episode and every episode but we're also streaming to uh, Twitch and YouTube right now just to see what that's like. Um, so taking on, we're always taking on different challenges, which gets us to the topic of this week is that at the time of this recording, Rob, it is early September. What is it? September 3rd, 2020, when this recording is being made, which means we're about a month away from what we usually, what we playfully call the season of creative challenges. Um, hmm. And I thought it might be a good idea, given that, you know, we're a month out, to check in with ourselves and see how are we feeling about it in 2020. We've been doing, we've been participating in these things for a long time now. And uh, I'm sure our relationship has changed with each interaction. And it might be, you know, an interesting thought to not only model this kind of like gut check before taking on something or not, um, but also to find out how we feel about it. Cause like when I thought about it, I realized I don't even know, I'm not sure how I feel about creative challenges this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Every year has its own, its own context, I guess. Um, what kind of things are you going through in your life and various, uh, commitments and your capacity and, uh, yeah, I mean, the creative challenges, tend to imply you have a little bit of extra capacity or you, you tend to sort of, or you want to find a way to make space to try this thing, to, to, to strive, push yourself a little bit. And yeah, it's, we're, we're it, on the boundary of hustle culture and, and all that, right? Where, what can you do? Can you do more? Are, are you leveling up? Um, you know, what's, what, uh, what level of Super Saiyan do you go to? And uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe that's one way to engage with this stuff. But it, but it's actually pretty pragmatic too. It's it's saying like there's a, um, there, I mean there's 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 whole communities of a bunch of different types engaging in um, something they love and enjoy for this kind of optional thing to uh, to to say like I want to make a challenge of it and see something come of it. Connect with people have some output and uh, just live through that experience because, um, you know, because I want to play something. It's a bit of a game. It's a bit of a, maybe it's a business practice, but it's also, you know, and a bit of a product and the product could be the experience or, or uh, uh, some kind of creative output that you want to do something else with. And the catalyst of the creative challenge, it, it can be a pretty darn good tool. It can also go 
not great, depending on what you're um, looking for. I have a whole workshop actually on that very topic, by the way, uh, customizing your next creative challenge uh, to just sort of really unpack and dial in, like make that experience well-suited, well-met for wh what you want, right? And, uh, and yeah, we had Jersey just pulled up on, um, on the screen, uh, some of, some of my workshops, um, and yeah, customizing your next creative challenge. It's at, it's at skillshare.com search for Rob Stenzinger, or you can go to my site, robstenzinger.com and .html, And you'll see that listing with some easy links where you can get it at Gumroad or at Skillshare. And I just covering that, those bases, um, you know, it's worth mentioning the workshop, but like, you know, a lot of times this time of year, you're, you're, I mean, actually, you know, for some reason, let me play naive. So you seem like maybe there's some reluctance. Like if, if that's, this is the, the creative challenge uh, season, let's get our creative challenge hat and coat on and just go for it. Right. This is the, <laughs> this is the time of yeah. the year. <laughs> And the music indicates Why that we're not? fully we're entering into the the section, the first section of the show. Yeah, where let's let's look at how we feel about it, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought it might be a good idea first to just reflect on some of the creative challenges we have taken on and how we've approached it before we talk about how we feel about it this year, um, because like we've approached it in a variety of different ways. Like one is you did because another another creative challenge that happens in October is 24 hour comics day which I still have yet to do um oh, the premise be, yeah I've done mini comics day which is like a, a one third version of 24 hour comics day but um but yeah the, I, the premise is as the name suggests you try to draw a full comic story 20 something odd pages in 24 hours straight and you used it one year as a way to hey I wanted to learn this new program called Manga Studio, which became Clip Studio Paint. Nothing like on-the-job training. Let's dive, dive in and do it. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. I, um, it's because what, what happened? I did, I had, uh, what's, it, it was, that was my third year in a row doing 24-hour comic day. And uh, I succeeded in the first two years. And I thought, how do I amp, amp up this challenge? <laughs> and also, I, I have, uh, it's an investment, this creative challenge. So I wanted to get something more out of it, uh, you know, get some kind of, pro, you know, progress on a product. But also, um, I mean, I, I wasn't finding time in my normal day to day to, to really get in and learn this new program. And uh, yeah, and so that was the, I didn't finish. <laughs> my comic that year but i did get a lot of practice with uh you know on like i think i finished 11 or 12 pages um but it's uh i certainly got immersed in manga studio yeah i was gonna say um, like immersive yeah. immersive skill acquisition was the objective for that creative challenge mm -hmm. for you right it's like maybe i'll get a comic done maybe i won't but either way i'm going to dive in and really like swim in this for a day and see what I walk away with, right? Mm. Um, well, well okay. I mean, yeah, go, and go. so, like, 
you've done this a long time as well. So um, you have had such a pragmatic approach to creative challenges, in my opinion. It's always, it's something that should have occurred to me a long time ago, but within the last year or so, I was like, oh, uh, it's product development. That, that's always what, what tends to be what Jersey um, locks into and makes that part of the success criteria for, for engaging in a creative challenge. So what kind of... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I I appreciate you always framing it as such a positive thing. I'm never 100% certain whether it is because like I think sometimes I'm kind of um being a bit myopic and not enjoying practice as much as I could because I've always got my eye on, well, I want to have something to ship at the end. Can I hack the game so that I have a finished thing? And like one year, this is a few years back, I actually did a 24-page mini comic in uh, over the course of the month. Um, and that became a, a short story called A Friendly Game, which you can read at boulderandfleet.com. Um, and then another year I did, like the, the following year I did an eight-page mini comic where I chunked out the pages into hour pieces. Like I figured, okay, well, I can commit an hour a day to Inktober. Um, so can I take, let's plot an eight-page story, thumbnail it out, and then figure out how many panels per day would I have to ink from the thumbnails, so I'm going straight from thumbnails, not really doing much penciling in this. Uh, um, how, how many panels per day would I have to do in order to make the deadline? While also doing, because like usually in October, I was doing a lot of, of traveling every year. I, I forget why. Every year, I would always have to bake in like, okay, there's going to be like a week where I can't draw anything. So how do I work around that? Um, oh, <laughs> usually it's because CXC is happening around October. I think that was one of the reasons. Anyway, <laughs> um, and then... Was it last year? Was it last year? Yeah, it was, where I created a comics pitch from um, over the course of 30 days. Uh, I want to say from scratch, but it wasn't quite from scratch. I had had like a year to think about the story, but like narrowing it down, like creating all the incidental art and um, writing out the bios and the plot summary and everything. Um, that was what I, I sort of prescribed over that 30 days. So, yes, it was for, for me, it often is about developing a thing, having an artifact at the end. Uh, so, so they tend to be very intense for me. Um, fun, but very mm. intense. And as I'm thinking about this year, you know, well, I mean, I want to I go to my notes. I want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Um, oh, we also have our own creative challenge that we started here on Lena Tours. <laughs> because, you know, like, beating myself yeah. up all through October just wasn't fun enough. Let's also, like, go back to the dojo and punch the bag some more with this thing called Art Sound Off, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's so Art Sound Off, if, if you're not familiar. It's, it's about um, uh, celebrating and, and sharing and practicing journaling as artists and finding different value from it like on you know exploring your practice the experience the the emotions of it the like anything any aspect that you care to sort of dive into and the idea of well being that there's multiple layers of benefit to to journaling and thinking about your projects and what it's like to go about them and you can use that to connect deeper and see what 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 builds up on your own and what kind of, what emerges when you start doing all this journaling. But then, if you want, you can share it with the community too, and and 
learn from uh, others can learn from what you're sharing and, and you can learn from what others are sharing too. That's, um, you know, inspired by some art journal podcasts that, uh, that came out um, a long time ago um, now, about 10, 11 years ago, right? Um, that, that you and the, uh, the, the folks running art and story um, put out. And it, well, and so yeah. anyway, and more modern interpretations like like uh, Jacques' uh, slow down microcast on Anchor.fm, which is really Certainly. a journal microcast, right? Um, but yeah, and yeah, it's the, yeah, and it's not like and there's simultaneous invention going on. People have been doing this kind of thing for for ages and ages, and it just uh, um, and then and new things pop up where where yeah, that one was was inspiring to me uh, last year. Uh, because of it was that whole well you could you could record a bunch of podcasts and drop them all at once you could find a narrative among this journal work and uh and i don't know never occurred to me i always always uh, looked at it as the 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 day-to-day -day practice and you just keep on moving keep on shipping but yeah. uh but again so we've been building like so art sound off has really built up to, yeah, to be, and to and, include all kinds of, and then I went in with my whether it's a a, a bug or a feature. One year I drafted an audiobook through Art Sound Off. Right, I broke I broke down an outline into thirty chapters, and checked in every day with another chapter entry. You know, so like again, always looking for that product I, I can. Forgot make. about that. Yeah, yeah, me too. Really, <laughs> I need to put that together. <laughs> I need to edit that thing together. It, it's almost done. Right, it just. Uh, so now before we head into the second half, because I think the second part, we're going to talk a lot about like what we want to do with Art Sound Off this year. And I'm excited about to like, like sort of like, and we haven't talked about it face to face. It was like just a couple texts back and forth, but like, what if we, and I was like, that is exciting. Let's tease it out on the show. Um, tease it out in the sense of like pulling apart the fibers and whatever, not teasing as in like getting people on the edge of their seat. Uh, but... <laughs> I, I want to check in. Where, how are you feeling about Creative Challenge season this year? Um, I, I, I need to contextualize my approach to it internally. This isn't for like the, the, the audience's benefit. This is for my own benefit. It's like, I got to think about, okay, where am I right now in, in my head and with the work that I'm doing? Do I have the bandwidth for this either time-wise or even mentally? Like even if I have some time off, maybe... Like right now, I'm, I'm in the middle of organizing Cartoon Crossroad Columbus uh, Comics Festival, online comics festival. And there are a lot of us working very, very hard on it. And it's, it's, it's taking up a lot of my, it's like my day job. It's my, my full-time job right now, understandably. And I'm looking at October going like, you know, I will be very grateful to dig in and draw again anything. However, maybe... Just maybe it would be good for you, Jersey, to decompress for that month. Like after October 5th rolls around and the show is, is completed, maybe you should unplug and, you know, draw, but just draw for your own personal pleasure and not draw for any other product development experimentation. Maybe that'll be good for you, right? Um, I don't know. But like I think like like looking at where we are right now and what's been happening this year probably should be part of our math in determining whether or not we want to do it, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, you you have 
uh, this this year is like no other. <laughs> uh, it's you know, in in addition to whatever your normal commitments are, there's the whole there's the there's the pandemic and there's social unrest and and things that um, I mean in in audiences and communities that we we connect with and care care a ton about, and it's a little bit. Um, it could be well met. It could be like, yeah, I need to get my mind on something else too. I want to not focus on the difficulties right now and, uh, and do, do it in a way that builds me up. Right. Okay, good. And that's one of the ideas behind that workshop too, for customizing your creative challenges. There's a way to, I do believe in these things that they can be a practice that uh, nourishes you, but then, but doing it all by someone else's rules you could just really put yourself into a, like a, like a, um, some negative commitments. And, uh, mm. so where, yeah, where, where you at for, for, for time and emotion and, uh, inspiration, what do you feel like doing? What kind of, um, one of the big ideas in that I can't, not to keep overselling the workshop, but like, f- does it feel good for you to, um, to embrace that kind of, uh, like, do you like hard games? Do you like games that are, um, like when you, when you, st- when you load up a video game, I, whatever you play, like, do you dial in toward the hardest challenges and mm-hmm. why do you get, what do you get out of that? And that kind of thing. This is the kind of year where if you like super hard challenges, you, you might be in, in the right place and time to see what comes out of you as an artist yeah um true uh but but at the same time it's it's there are other ways to engage with your your learning and your path and and just not doing it is totally an option (laughs) and like but whatever you end up do whatever you end up doing hopefully it's um i am in the I am in the camp of intentionality, right? So checking in with yourself, what, what do you need and wander toward that? You don't, you don't have to go aggressively at it. You know what? You're reminding me of a conversation I had with Anne uh, about like doing online programming and I was expressing my concern. I was like, I don't, want to cause fatigue you know it's like i don't want to inadvertently put so much good stuff on on the programming schedule that at cxc that people are just gonna like tune in all day and burn themselves out and Anne said oh you mean like how the tv just has stuff happening on it all the time and i have the choice whether or not i turn it on or off or change the channel yeah you mean like that i was like okay okay fair enough (laughs) (laughs) it's like yeah yeah you, you can you can participate and you can shut it off. <laughs> you get to choose. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, absolutely. So here you are. Um, because that's another interesting thing too, is like the a side effect of creative challenges and this little pop-up community. If you're mm-hmm. if you know all you can opt into so many aspects of it, the um the committing to the act of putting the thing into the world and keeping that up for however many days you've committed to and stuff like NaNoWriMo, you're going to, are you getting to that right amount of words per day that the, that you, that you're trying to do to develop your novel? Um,
there's so many ideas in my head right now. I have uh, just sort of hit a wall. So. Okay, well, I, I just want to check in with you. I mean, I, I so if I were to give you my cursory view of what I'm thinking I'm doing right now, I am probably not participating in any of, any of the challenges in a formal way. Um, I am going to be doing some drawing in October because I am craving and I need to do it again. Um, I actually have a project that I want to begin engaging with in October. And part of the spin up to that project will involve me redrawing a past Inktober comic. So one of the comics I shared earlier, I'm, um, I'm going to completely redo it from scratch, which I, you know what? I've never done that before. I've never redrawn an old comic and that's going to be a fun experience mm. as well. Um, but what? But I, I'm not doing this as part of Inktober or part of Creative Challenge. I'm not holding myself to any kind of schedule. I'm not going to make a spreadsheet this year. But I am going to be attending to that project in my own pace and sharing it as I see fit to share it. Um, so that's what I'm thinking I'm doing right now. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how I feel around September 25th, you know, where, like, pretty much like that's the point where like CXC is like it's happening and I can't stop it now. You know, it's like the week before a festival is always like that, like calm before the storm. You, you've seen me in that state with a two cap in the past, Rob, right? It's like, it's like, okay, everything's set in motion. Now I can't stop it. Even if I wanted to, even if I said, stop the presses, the show's still happening. If, if, if I always undergo like a little bit of a mental shift at that moment where I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, We'll see how I feel, right? And I'm going to make a point of checking in on myself on the 25th. But right now, that's what I'm thinking. What do you, before we go to talking about Art Sound Off, taking a break, um, what, what are you thinking about this year? How are you feeling about it? And what, what are you doing anything with it? Or what do you, what's your plans? I am playing around with the idea of doing something with it. But I have, I don't, I don't have a solid, uh, I don't have a solid approach other than, I, I have some exercises I can walk myself through to, to see what, you know, see what I, I'm, what might happen. I think whatever I end up doing, uh, engaging with and consuming stuff in the community, like it, I don't know if I'll do a lot of that this year. Um, because just that adds to the volume of time and effort. Um, so the, yeah, the, the best I have is I know I'm thinking about it. I don't feel very fired up to add a pile of creative challenges, even though I don't have an event like CXC going on. Right. I don't, you have, um, you have your own stuff going then, on, but let's, I mean, let's yeah. not, I, we're not holding up apples to oranges and making comparisons on this stuff, but like we all have tw 2020 has been an intense year for a lot of people for a lot of reasons, you know? So I was just giving my own personal yeah. context. Um, um, but, but it's a really great example. That's all. So I'm not trying to, yeah. Um, stand in the shadow of your example or whatever, but like there, I don't have essentially like a, a, a ship date on like a large time commitment sort of event. Right. It's, um, you know, I've got a, a portfolio of professional commitments and, you know, marketing and gig exploring and product development and, and tending to all those products that I have out in the world. But like, um, and, and there's so, there's so much, uh, there's so much interesting work there that I'm not like, maybe I might find a good overlap that, and I'm open where it's like, I could do creative challenge infused product development, maybe. Right. But I'm still thinking about it. 
but I'm not aggressively going toward that either, right? Uh, and then the other thing is, well, the one that I'm putting more emphasis and exploring and enter entertaining the idea of is, well, art sound off, which I know we want to talk about in the next half of the show. Okay. So I, I don't have a lot as far as the creative challenge thing. I, I, I always have the impish interest. It, that's not gone, right? So part of me is like, you know you like it. You know you like this extra creative workout. Yep. But <laughs> yeah. maybe this isn't the right year. Yes. Or I, just this isn't the right time of this year. That's true too, right? There's no reason that we can't do this at different times. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel like, and maybe this is partially colored by the fact that we've participated for so many years. It's like, okay, well, I've had that experience. And while I enjoy it every time, it's like I've had it enough times that I don't feel like that, that novelty is, you know, pulling me in like, Oh, I'm going to be, I don't, I'm not feeling any FOMO. I'm not feeling any, uh, lack of experience to it. It's like, I could, cause I can always engage with it. Like you said, at another time. And, and maybe that's partially because we've proven to ourselves that we can commit to things like that of that nature, where it's like a, a, a small addition to a day for a, a dis discreet amount of time, you know? Um, mm -hmm. anyway. Ab okay. Yeah. The, the, a little bit of, um, surprise and nuance and unpredictability is an interesting spice and then having done the, done enough of the challenges and spiced them every darn year it's uh it's it's less urgent like that alone isn't quite enough of a draw this that's time. a good way of putting it yes it's not burnout it's not burnout it's a totally different thing right like it's like i don't think about yeah. it and go like oh i'm just so done with that it has not no as actually it would be a lot of fun given all the other constraints in my life right now that is not a spice that I need right now, or that spice is not enough to get me to make the commitment. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I've got other ways that I want to approach product development. So I'm going to try those now. Um, cool. Okay. Well, let's take a break and we'll talk about art sound off. Cause that is something that I do feel a commitment to do because it's something that we started. So mm -hmm. let's look at like how we might approach it in its what seventh year now something like that mm -hmm. oh my goodness okay i'll come back and talk about that <laughs> in about a minute and a half first we got to thank some people who helped make this show possible and those are the folks who support us on patreon yes patreon.com slash lean into art is the website what is it it's a way for you to give us a monthly upvote if you believe in robin jersey and what we do with this project called lean into art you can support us for as little as a dollar a month, you can also do a one-time contribution at a price you're choosing. Avail yourself of the behind-the-scenes content and then, you know, punch out at the end of the month. Uh, come back whenever you have that extra discretionary income to help make the show more sustainable. But I want to thank five people who have been supporting us on an ongoing basis, and it means a lot to us. First up, Becca Hilburn. Thank you, Becca, for believing in us and what we do. You can find Becca everywhere online at Natto Soup. And India... Thank you, India, for supporting the show. You can find India on Twitter at Old Swifty. And Catherine Sugru. Thank you, Catherine. It means so much to us. You can find Catherine on Twitter at Kat Sugru, K-A-T-S-O-O-G-R-O-O. And Ashley Knapp, longtime supporter of the show, friend of the show. Thank you so much, Ashley. It means a lot to us. And finally, Brandon Dayton, who you can find on Twitter at Brandon Dayton. You can join them all at leanintoart.com. 
well, actually, leaningtoart.com slash Patreon will get you there, too. But also, patreon.com slash leaningtoart, where you'll find all the shows we make, as well as the extra leans, the shows we record only for people who support us on Patreon. Those posts become an open mic thread where you can talk about whatever you want in a safe space with fellow leaners, and it gets you access to the Patreon-only section of the Lean Into Art Discord server, patreon.com slash leaningtoart. Thanks to everybody who supports us there. It means a lot. It really does. Thanks so much. All right. How about... I'll get us to the next section of the show with... Oh, that's how Creative Challenge season feels sometimes. <laughs> like the Wilhelm scream. <laughs> oh, Wilhelm. <laughs> oh. No Dragon Ball this week. I'm going to try to be a little bit more spontaneous about that and not just roll that out every time. Um, so... Speaking of spice... <laughs> the... Okay, art sound off, Wilhelm scream. Um, it's it, it's interesting. It's it's you can think of it as. Um, I mean, we're we're all in a, in maybe, a, well, a collective zeitgeist. But then I feel like there's sort of blanketed layers of various cohorts and zeitgeists, right? Where I think at a time for a community, um, we started our art sound off, and it was just it was this whole really emphatic focused thing about journaling and especially the daily journaling being an artist making stuff whatever and and uh but then of course year after year think well how could we be more inclusive how could we evolve this and how do we dig deeper for ourselves and the people around us and so i think it sort of evolved where there was different cohorts in a way that that engaged with it and i think about how like you know what came of that and so some folks would would uh, come back year after year or for a number of years, but there's kind of an arc, you know, and those folks, like there's a pledge, plenty of folks that, that like did this for one year, didn't come back or two or three, but there's not that many that have done it for seven or, or, or five or six even. Hmm. So I think about that. So, and, and, uh, and I think in then, then, you know, applying that to us, it's like, well, what, what do we, um, what do we think, about this for, for uh, you know, well, for us as ind you know, individually and collectively is for this lean, lean into art endeavor, but then uh, what cohort are we trying to encourage and engage with and stuff, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, so well, could you def give even a vague sort of summary of a couple of the different cohorts you, you mentioned cohorts a couple of times but like just highlighting a couple of that you've well, that you've noticed i so i have not done i have not turned it all the past art sound offs into like uh raw data and then see what the data tells me i'm just sort of drawing you know informally thinking and sort of chunking my experience up in, in different years and thinking about how uh, you know, we've had years that it's, well, it's been pretty darn uh, visual art focused, people talking about their their pens and their tools and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then th we've had uh, artists emphasizing the, um, the, the sort of the side gig thing about this, where it's like, I'm pursuing my... Um, you know, I have a I have a job that 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 pays the bills, but then I also am am working on these other things, right? And that that was um, maybe it's broad brush, but in overall, 
it feels like some years have that kind of, you know, these groupings of different focuses, but then I don't know, is this, is, how does that resonate with you? Um, do you, do you feel like there's been, like, if you had to say there's been these kind of groups of interests mm-hmm. that have flow, like gone through the art sound off experience. Yeah. Another one that I noticed that was in there was sort of, um, I wouldn't say themed advice, but it had the flavor of themed advice. Here's me reflecting on an experience in the hope that it helps you with what you're going through. Um, sharing my experience in the sense of like, the, so not not explicitly. This is me doing a reflection for reflection's sake. This is me reflecting in a way that is meant that I'm I'm repackaging it for presentation to the outside world, where that was clearly apparent in there. Um, I think, oh, sure. uh, yeah, art less like life lesson, art essay type things. Yes. Essays. Thank you. My gosh. How did that word fall off my plate? Cause that was the, what I used to call the Thunder Punch daily podcast. But like when I think of like, like Leonard Angelo in particular, his had a flavor mm. of that a lot of the times, like here's an experience that I had. This is something I think about a lot and here I am presenting it to you and I'm, I'm, I'm putting motivation into Leonard's mouth. This is what I'm inferring from what, listening to them. But uh, but that kind of idea. So, yeah. Um, and then there, w- there was ones that was more like just journaling reflection of like, I'm e- experiencing this journey of, of exploring my art and trying to find a place for it in the world. Um, so, yeah. Um, and last year, we did a series of prompts. Like, we were like, I remember us posting a bunch of... Uh, Instagram posts and social posts like with like images that were like, okay, here's the prompt for today. Think about this while you're, while you're going, which was much more like if you wanted the guided uh, experience, but then we also went off on our own paths with it. Right. Um, Mm. And last year I did another freaking product development where I like ruminated on transformers for 30 days for the launch of the 4 million years later podcast. I forgot about that. Um, (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, you're consistent with that. That that's like, if you're if you're sitting there, and you're like, all right, I need to go run some errands. Uh, I need to go run some creative challenge errands. Where are my keys? You're fishing <laughs> around for your keys. They're always on the product development key fob. You're like, oh, that's there they are. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so true. Oh my gosh, and you know, it's like I the the, the self image I have is not of a productive, uh, industrious person. Like I, I really think of myself as a twelve year old boy showing up to him going like, hi everybody, please like me. You know, I don't think of myself as like being like, all right, let's dig in and get to work. <laughs> But uh, yeah. but how interesting! But that's I've, I again. This is I I like talking about it. Is that and and I feel silly that it took me a while to pick up on that pattern. Then just notice that your tendency toward product development, where I'm just like it feels so thoughtful and pragmatic, and saying that well, I as an artist, my time is valuable, right? My business yeah. is art, yeah. and and it's just sort of baked into your reflexive practice for, you know, getting your stuff into the world. So I th- I'm like, like, that's actually a good idea. Cause yeah. I've been fine doing the whole, we, this is hard. Woo. And then being done and saying like, well, there's a pile of drawings shrug. And, <laughs> and, and that's, yeah, and with like a smidge more intentionality here and there where I'm like, oh, I'm going to do character design on this project and that project and we, and I'm not <laughs> going to do it consistently at all. And I'm going to do it this medium and that medium. And, and, uh, but Hey, the, 
I'm in the mix and doing the creative challenge and something happened. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So those cohorts may, maybe they're not as perfectly clean too, as far as, uh, years and almost like, like the, if this is a, the seventh generation of art sound off, um, it's, it's sort but, but there's maybe it's more groupings of, of personae, right? Or yeah. This is, you know, folks who show up and, so what do you what do you think about the, this year or, or the, the stuff we've been texting about? Yeah, well, I, I got excited. Well, you know, I got excited about it because I was like, oh, my gosh, I love this idea. Um, the idea of narrowing in and I guess follow this. This is building off of something we were kind of walking around in the first part of the show, which was this idea of like, hey, you know what? this is going to be here next year too. And we can do the challenge in our own way at another time. So the urgency isn't as visceral. So when it comes to doing art sound off, it's like, okay, well, do we have to do it the same way or do we, or whatever we tweak, we do does it have to be a minor tweak to keep the flavor consistent every time. Or can we do something that's like a bit more, drastic and and part of the theme from the beginning with the the project was like okay here's our here's our prompts you don't got to use them you don't even need to share them just participate just participate and like in in your way find your way to participate and like that's a very lean into arty way to approach anything is like find your way to do it the way that feels right to you we're going to model some ways to do it but but uh this year you proposed an idea of doing something that was very themed themed to the point where maybe there's of course there's going to be prompts within prompts you can whittle anything down to like the granular level but like it's going to have an explicit purpose for an explicit cohort at least in the way that we engage with it so with that set up i'll hand the ball back to you the conch shell and say like <laughs> okay now you tell us what we were, we're, so we're teasing at what if we do art sound off teaching artist edition so it's really focusing in on the theme of folks who want to practice sharing what they do, how they do it, how they think of it in a way that enables others to engage in the similar craft, this experience of making, storytelling, drawing, coding, anything, painting, animation, music, games, uh, hacking with electronics, crafts, 3D printing, whatever, right? It could be you like there I, I consume media that follows all these different kinds of paths and i think there are uh you know people who might you know get excited about practicing doing some kind of mini series on teaching soldering or uh mini comics of course or something uh we're, we're, we're skirting oh. around the idea behind this podcast that you do right which oh. is the art, the art and science. Oh, I mean, I, I've been listening to this show for a long time, and this is something that you and Kate have been exploring on the show, right? Like, you have, like, a picks section of the show where you talk about art picks and science picks of, like, things to explore it together uh, as a family. Um, mm. So, I don't know. I just I thought that this would be a good place to plug this, is, like, if this sounds exciting to you, there's, like, a lot of episodes of the show that you can go avail yourself of right now as well. Um but like, so That's we're not interesting so... too. I didn't see that connection explicitly, but it makes sense. I mean that I it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought you were talking about. 
It's like, yeah, this is this is your wheelhouse, right? It's like when we say teaching artists, we're not just talking about, okay, well, we know Jersey does professional development for teaching artists to teach comics in the classroom. Yes, of course, that's the angle I'm going to approach because that's like, that's my field of expertise. But Rob and his family have been exploring all sorts of different ways to explore, like teaching ourselves art, creating activities around art and science, um, a way to thoughtfully engage with the ongoing leveling up and exploration and experimentation and so on. Um, that's artsciencepunks.fireside.fm. It'll be in the show notes too. Yeah, thanks. I, I, it makes sense. I mean, all of us have things that we're just sort of immersed in that may be reflexive. So I guess that's, it, it's, it, it makes sense that this, this idea came to mind this year, right? Where, mm -hmm. um, let's see. So if you take that kind of journaling and you turn it into something that um, I'm sure you've, you've encountered like WikiHow or, um, you know, like little tutorial blog posts and stuff like that. And uh, sh well, YouTube videos uh, all over the place. You want to, you know, fix a thing or make a thing. And it, it's all, but this would be in the concept uh, that, that I started to, to, that started to come to mind would be trying to do bite-sized approachable, um, explore, just sharing how you do what you do. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be an hour long, hour stream and just no, sort of... Yeah. Like five minute microcast of something, mm -hmm. some activity that you think is cool. I would also throw in there, and this is me, the teaching artist talking is saying like, do you have a thought question or wondering at the end? Because that, like, I think an, a part of the, the idea that you baked that I thought was super exciting was this is explicitly to create, like, networking between other people who are doing teaching arts to, like, trade ideas. Mm. So, um, yeah, like, this idea of, like, okay, well, this is something I've done around this concept in my classroom. I wonder how you would do it online, Right. I wonder how you would do it with 40 kids instead of 10 kids, right? Just like, and this is what they call in like in the teaching world, like extensions, like extensions of a lesson plan. You have the lesson plan that's like meant for this environment, this number of people, uh, this grade level. Okay, well, would, how would you do that with teenagers? How would you do that with adults? How would you do that with more kids, fewer kids, uh, different formats, whether it's, because like I've been doing some online classes lately and, uh, there are, there's pros and cons, you know, there's trade-offs always, you know, it's like, I don't get to do, one of my favorite things in the world in the classroom is to like lean in, like when I see a kid struggling and just quietly talk with them, like, okay, what are you trying to do here? You know, um, and create like a little safe bubble around them. Like, it's just you and me talking about this right now. I'm not calling you out in front of anybody else, but I'm giving you my full attention so we can address this problem that you're clearly having right now. You can't do that as easily online, you know, um, at least not in a spontaneous way. Right. So there's going to be, so how would you adapt? Like, and that's the kind of thing we can explore in a daily microcast about teaching the art that we want to teach or that we have taught. Yeah, that sounds, um, it sounds like it, it's like, like a real creative challenge, right? Because it has the, it has the, the, the right sort of, um, <laughs> qualities where it has the potential to go just scope um, to the, it, you could get so many features and, and get trapped in 10 different 
uh, pits of perfectionism between, you know, idea and hitting record mm -hmm. uh, because it has so much possibility. It has, um, you know, so much potential utility and stuff like that where you're like, well, I want to do a good job because if people are using this and trying to learn the stuff that I want, that I'm thinking of, um, yeah, that's great to think of, but, you know, just practicing creating a safe space to practice being a teaching artist and explore potential lessons that don't have to be super honed and whatnot. I think that can be interesting. Um, and, and uh, be a utility in and of itself. You don't have to arrive at finished products to have value in this, in this exploration. And I, ha I, I have a hunch that there's a lot of folks that may be, well, honestly, so many of us being in, in the situation to, to need to engage online and, and teach and present and stuff in virtual meetings far more than maybe the, the demand for us to do that in other years. Another like useful context for this where it's like, yeah, teaching artists, we may not maybe with the emphasis uh, as virtual. Right. Yeah, could, actually. Could yeah, help. that that's a really good idea, because that's something that you and I have also been like spending a lot of time thinking about. I imagine a lot of artists have thought about this. Um, and another layer to that that I would submit is there's a lot of talk around like I've, I've heard I've been in conversations. Let me put it this way. I have been in conversations where the expression when things get back to normal, it gets thrown out there a lot. Mm. And I'm like, OK, well, I hope. But I also hope that we learn from this experience in that it's the virtual, quote unquote, aspect is something that doesn't need to be only rolled out in an emergency. This is something that can augment and, and amplify, right? Um, oh, totally. Think about uh, uh, the, like the institution of Khan Academy and how, I mean, that is a juggernaut of teaching. Yep. And of, of just so many topics and with the whole emphasis, I mean, they, that uh, uh, some schools, uh, what was that thing that they talked about? It's the whole inverted classroom thing where instead of getting the lecture um, in, you know, in person, well, you get the lecture from the, from Khan Academy. And then we talk about it and we, we experience the practical and exploration together. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. Yeah. That I think is really interesting. And like, how yes how can we how can we hack the game this way right so that like cuz like i mean i think you and i both are sort of bent toward not just wanting to do it like real life but online right like it's like okay well that's a way of approaching it but how can we leverage what online does better and then so then we can also leverage what real life does better yeah, absolutely. There's there are the the strengths of the different approaches are um, they're tools. Like and so why not find ways to interest you know use those tools and in interesting combinations to solve um, solve our different needs we have as mm -hmm. well teachers and learners. Yep. So that's and, and so maybe the the mixing of the themes. I don't know, but the, but the I don't know if there's a. a if somehow this cohort were numbered in the thousands of people participating, you know, it might make sense to do some, some themed emphasis or what have you. But, um, but I just, I think planting, um, shouting and calling out, planting a flag saying like, this is meant to be across any, any teaching, teaching artist discipline that's out there. 
just mm -hmm. come along and we're all experiencing a lot of, we have a lot of common ground in what we're all experiencing. So that's another thing that I, I, I think, feel like we need to model that a lot. <laughs> if this is an opportunity to model that we have a lot of common ground, this would be a time to do that. That would make me really happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if, if someone's like, Oh, you, you whew, you're getting political there, Robin Jersey. I'm like, yeah, okay. Common ground, suck it up because <laughs> we're in this together. Yeah. And yes, that's, we have to, we, we need to function together. And, uh, and, and I think the, as speaking of spice, it is one of the coolest things in my, it's like selfishly my experience when I'm seeing someone do something that is, it's not necessarily, you know, in my wheelhouse, but all of a sudden I get ideas to take back to my wheelhouse. I'm like, Whoa, that's what a neat example I can totally use you know, this camera pointing at a table or this lighting or this, you know, whatever framing of a problem to fill in the blanks to get creative engagement. Oh, oh, that, that is, so I, I, I found this, this terminology when doing the four million years later podcast, but I've discovered that there are certain things that like, I, I started saying like, oh, this is like catnip to me. Like, no, 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 no. This is like heroin to me. This like actually like numbs my whole body and puts me in a state of like such like transformative ecstasy. And one of those things is when, we highlight and celebrate the fact that we can all learn from one another all the time. And that like, and like a, a teachable moment can reveal itself in the most startling place. Like someone who will have like a lot of personal animosity towards teaches me something really valuable. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is what, real cognitive dissonance. I don't like you, but I feel grateful to you. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that get that totally that gets my brain hamster going too. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh yeah, somehow you know this is difficult and awesome at the same time. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. That's that's yeah. We we talked about this in the recent episode talking about like, like curiosity to level up and in the um oh I, we did one on what was the one that was before that I forget but it, it, we've been on this track of like like teaching and exploring mm -hmm. and using curiosity to love like like what curiosity looks like and I told the story of like when I was in a classroom and somebody and I was a student was teaching me something in the in the other adult in the room said who's teaching whom I'm like well no that's the way it's supposed to go you know that's I don't want to do this if I'm not doing that so mm -hmm. um it's yeah it's very much interrelated yep and the amount of encouragement you're giving by letting someone uh clarify their own experience that they are beginning to understand by reflecting it back and teaching you. It's that is also a kind of teaching that, that you're that's, helping yeah. facilitate. That's some rich stuff, but yeah. it's not as it's, it is, it doesn't seem as obvious, right? So there, hopefully there's a lot of non-obvious ways that we can find to, to learn from one another that might be served by having a more specific theme, which is, I guess that's the, you know, that's the hypothesis behind like, all right, well, what if we had a more specific theme? It was all about being teaching artists for Art Sound Off. And all of a sudden, I'm like, that spice sounds pretty good. Yeah. I might want that. Yeah. And uh, the capacity to do it, I'm hesitant, but I'm excited. So yep. Yep. hesitant, but excited, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I like I love this, that that phrase. Let's celebrate the non-obvious. Like I feel like that's a T-shirt. That's a Lena Tart T-shirt right there. Celebrate the non-obvious. Um, yeah, we you've got some good ones there too. You said we can all learn from one another all the time. Yeah, that's you're never good. off the hook. You're never off the hook. 
How about that? <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Using, I guess, using uh, nurturing as a gotcha. That's, it's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of my favorite people in the world once said i was in a classroom with a student and the student was being like a little bit sassy with me because it, it, this always happens in my classroom about like three weeks in the kids like decide like oh jersey's really fun and squishy and he doesn't punish us for acting out he finds ways to integrate it so let's all act out and i i was on this jag about something some philosophical element of comics and student in the back raises his hand i'm like yeah what, what's up and he's like i understood exactly none of that and then my friend who was in the room with me was like i guess you didn't try hard enough did you <laughs> and it was just it was like it was such perfectly redirected sass and it pointed to the fact that like yeah we're all playing but we're playing for a per we're playing with a purpose you know and like we're and you aren't off the hook you will get called out if you try to like get off of the purpose you know so <laughs> Yeah, it's a, right. You want to um, engage with a sense of, um, uh, oh, being, um, oh, what, what is that quality? It's, uh, well, I mean, when you're, when you're acting with, with some kind of understanding of, of a shared caring and, and, um, and an, an integrity in the, in the approach, the opposite of it, I can think of the opposite. The opposite is being a bad actor, right? What's mm -hmm. the other one? <laughs> the positive mm -hmm. version. Um, <laughs> I guess being a good actor, helpful. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, you can always, that's the thing with, with this um, season of creative challenges. I want, I want to be a, uh, a, like a thoughtful host if, you know, if we're going to do this again and to have it be, uh, I, I guess, really imbued with that, that sense of, of, of caring and thoughtfulness and and that we're not just you know yelling hustle at everybody and record more podcasts and that's not the point. That's not the point. No. Um, which but, which would be easy to have folks show up and say, oh look at this, more unpaid work and whatever. It's like, well, okay, mm -hmm. yeah, but yeah, living's unpaid work, and we got to figure out how to you know channel that into our art and develop ourselves and you know make make things into things and and that's totally not mandatory no one has to participate in art so you can change the channel you can change the channel change the channel um yes okay so how about we take one more break about two minutes and then while that two minutes is rolling anybody who's watching live can chime in with their plans for creative challenge season because we've already got some people chiming in on it uh, and i'd like mm. to read what they're doing um so you have two minutes to like think of like what, what just a general sense. What are you thinking about doing for your creative challenge season? And we'll, we'll uh, chew on them for our final thought because uh, two minute practice is next week. We gave ourselves two weeks to do it. We'll remind you what it is, but we're not covering it until next week. Okay. So does that sound good? Sounds excellent. Okay. So we have one more break. To... One more break. Just talk for a few minutes. Yes. Um, God thinks more people make the show possible, and those people are us. We make the show possible, and we make lots of things. We work really hard on them, and we bring that hard, all that thinking that we do into this project called Lena Tart. And the thing that I'm working on that I hope you will check out is actually an online festival in less than 30 days. So probably by the time you're listening to us, it's probably almost upon us, because I know a lot of people listen to the show like, like a week later. 
Uh, CartoonCrossroadsColumbus.org is the website. And it is a free online festival featuring Gene Luen Yang, Spike Trotman, Ebony Flowers, Xing Ying Kor, Diane Newman, Shannon Wright, Fabio Moon, Gabriel Ba, Ter- Tara Booth, um, a lot more than that. And it's October 1st through the 4th. You can see a lot of the pro, almost all the programming is up now for you to look at. Um, but it's all going to be streaming, or 90% of it is going to be streaming on the CXC YouTube page, Twitch stream, um, Facebook page. And then some events are going to be registration only through Zoom webinars. And this is especially in the cases of things that are like adults only. You know, there's going to be some like difficult topics covered in some of these, these talks. Also, comics is visual art. When we start talking about comics that are meant for adults, there's going to be some imagery that you just don't want on a YouTube channel necessarily. So there will be some that are registration only. Uh, you can find out more at cartooncrossroadscolumbus.org. I am doing two editions of uh, the Super Comics Challenge game show with uh, Shannon Wright and Steve Hamaker and Matt Holm and Jenny Holm. Um, Matt Holm and Jenny Holm are going to be squaring off against a fan an 11-year-old fan of their work, and we'll see who wins in the Super Comics Challenge. So once again, that's cartooncrossroadscolumbus.org, October 1 through 4, 2020. Not all the content will stay on the YouTube channel. So some of it is going to be streamed, and then it's going to go away. So go tune in there, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and to the Twitch feed. Uh, Rob, you want to talk about... um, Where's your store? Where did I put your store? There's Um, your store. Yeah, go ahead and um, maybe switch the video and I'll pop around in different uh, views here. Okay. Uh, so if I go to that, here we go. So um, if you go to robstenzinger.com slash store.html, you see a whole bunch of different things that I make. I do workshops, I have some games and I do some coaching. And the coaching, send me an email if you want to get something going individually, whether maybe you're doing a big choice along career path, what's that next creative project that's going to help move you forward. I have a process to help you think through that. Also have a product practice lab to facilitate. That's typically um, maybe 30 to 90 days. And then also I can help your teams get started with UX as a practice. Um, I've got some workshops that we mentioned already that I want to highlight customizing your next creative challenge. That's, um, again, if you go to robstenzinger.com slash store.html, uh, click on, if you're already, a, if you're a Skillshare subscriber, go ahead and click on that link. Or if you want to sign up for Skillshare, I think this link will help you get a couple months for free. And then uh, it's also at Gumroad. Uh, if you want to just buy it and have it, download it, then you get to keep it on your own. That's great. So there's those things. Also, I have a game that I recently updated. I've been working on Guitar Fretter for, oh gosh, a long time now. And it's, uh, if you go to guitarfretter.com, that's a quick shortcut to get to its uh, store page. It's available on Windows and Mac and um, uh, Android and also um, iOS. So you can use guitar fretter to study four, five, six, or seven string guitar bass and just learn the notes on the fretboard. But instead of, um, you know, memorizing as a um, sort of look at a chart and then look at the guitar and back and forth and hear the tones and stuff, you get to actually interact with a, like this little digital guitar and unlock strings and match notes with these these little creatures that are uh, 
coming down. If you miss them, then you lose some health. It's an arcade game. So it's an arcade action puzzle game to learn the notes on the guitar fretboard. So learn more about it at guitarfretter.com and uh, check it out. That's what I have to share with you today. Sweet. Uh, and the last thing we'll point you at is the Lean Into Art Discord. Yes, we have a forum now, and you can interact there. There are public channels, and there are uh, Patreon-only channels. The invite link will be posted in the show notes for this episode and every episode. It's been really fun to get to know uh, all the leaners better there in the Discord. And then, you know, this is we stream live in the Discord and watch the comments there. Um, you know, so... I don't know. I, I, I get excited about this platform that is like private social media. I'm beginning to think more and more of social media as like this is like the town hall, the town hall meeting, you know, where everybody gets to voice their concerns and grievances and, and say what's on their mind all together, which is a good thing. Having the, the commons is good. But there's something that's so wonderful about just going home and closing the door. <laughs> You're like, okay, I'm with my smaller circle now. You know, like inner circles can be very, very, very bad, you know, but they're also a natural part of the way we structure our lives. And I think that they are necessary for those of us who, you know, really need to like off gas every once in a while, um, especially in this particular time. So, um, yeah, I, I something about the Lean Tart Discord just makes me really happy. It's like a nice place where only people who like are parallel in our paths or in our purpose or in our um, ethos are interacting, right? Yeah, and, and if, if people show up and they violate the concept and they're like, hey, leaners are wieners. I'm like, nope, leaners aren't wieners. Boot, you're gone. Um, <laughs> that's because we're going to keep this inclusive and, uh, and thoughtful. So. That's right. That's right. Yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's our house, right? You know, mm -hmm. so... Okay, uh, let's check in with everybody who's been sharing what their plans are for Creative Challenge season. Um, Ashley has been watching live. Uh, did you did you see Ashley's comment, or do you want me to read it? I do. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, yeah, Ashley shares uh, that. Um, I th I think Ashley's pronouns are are she her, but um, uh, I, Ashley shares that I'm still doing NaNoWriMo this year, and. But what's different is I'm starting research this month. Aha, yeah, I, I've, I have found like working ahead so helpful a little bit for framing creative challenges as opposed to showing up with absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, reading in the genre I'll be writing and listening to broadly relevant topics. Yeah, going to outline in October. <laughs> growing out my art mullet <laughs> that's oh that's a callback to like a decade ago and it's so good uh for those who are new to the show way back in the old days of art and story uh we i think it was jeremy burley actually coined the term the art mullet was uh analysis <laughs> up front uh creativity in the back and we made like a, a t-shirt design out of it it called the art mullet where like the word creativity was like the front part of the short hair and the long part of the back or no analysis was in the front part and then the creativity was the long part in the back uh and it was based on this idea <laughs> of the analytic eye which is something i've been talking about for a long time now it's like you know it's like whenever something moves you whenever something makes you go like uh or ah or oh so moving you means like just it, getting you emotionally fired up, whatever direction, right? It's like, stop and ask why, why did it do that? You know? Um, and that becomes a habit 
and then you get into that art mullet. It's like, and and also the, what Ashley's doing is reminding me of something that you've described before, Rob, like this uh, sort of urgent research. Is that what you called it? Um, where like you just urgent like capture, urgent capture or something. Yeah. Like you just like like just let the stuff open the fire hose of information. Let it wash over you and grab whatever you can that like stands out, and then a story will reveal itself from what you grabbed. Um, mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it, it, it's for some reason the certain game show things are so they're so catchy. They're they're you know, mimetic, right? Where I mean, it, it's you're describing. It's like I should take my note cards and step into like a cash tornado <laughs> and just grab note cards and see what happens. But I don't have a cash tornado handy though, so. <laughs> Yeah, this is the thing about that that I find so lovely is like it is such an undignified thing to do, but at the same time, <laughs> it's such a fun thing, right? Like, there's like nobody you can't be Alistair Cook and walk into a cash tornado and like be Alistair <laughs> Cook anymore. Like, you gotta turn into you know, like the, the supermarket sweep mom who's going like ah and screaming their head off while you're doing it. Uh, something so that like this. There's something about like that kind of thing that I feel like is profoundly human, and and, and I find it incredibly endearing. <laughs> ah, so it's a okay. It is a it is a, it is a leveler of all of us. Like so, we're all the same in a cash tornado, is what I'm hearing. Yes. <laughs> or you're not hmm. doing it right, you know. <laughs> oh sure, if, if, yeah, I guess. Like if you're, going you're breaking like, yes. the, the cash tornado contract, you. if you show up and pull, you're like, fine, I'm ironically dignified in the cash tornado. Well, all right, great. I, yeah. yeah, you short circuited it. Yeah, it's the... yeah. good for you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, well, uh, Joseph Coco is is watching on Twitch and said that uh, Becca Becca Hilburn, who was mentioned in our sec our first break, Natto Soup said she's going to be focusing on fulfilling her Kickstarter for the Creative Challenge season. That's right. Congratulations to Becca. Right. Um, yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, that's so congrats. great. And yeah, that's that's no joke. Fulfilling a Kickstarter. So th I think that that would probably be a lot of your extra bandwidth. Um, <laughs> so uh, I think okay. I think we're just about done. Uh, do you want to like talk real quick about the two minute practice that we should be practicing or should be? Let's not sh should ourselves, as they say. <laughs> well, we we, okay, well, right. Normally, we save our judgments uh, for, for quiet um, inner circle talk, and we harumph a lot. No, no, it's two-minute practice. That's the whole thing where we, we try to make it cheap to try new things, make it enticing, start a timer, and we share a prompt. Um, now we're experimenting with, with going on an every other week mm -hmm. um, rhythm for that. Mm -hmm. And what we shared as our recent prompt was to uh, use an editor's eye on your web presence. That's one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is to look at your portfolio product page and uh, see what stands out that you could trim down and simplify. And you could, uh, you can always go back and listen to the two minute practice segment, which is often just like 15, 20 minutes ish as a, as a microcast. Uh, you can go to, you can search your favorite podcatcher or podcatcher marketplace for two minute practice, or you can go to leanintoart.com slash two minute practice. But then the idea here is if you're, if you're playing along, there's, there's always a way to like, uh, refine and amplify something about your your marketing, right? Where I know 
maybe you're an artist who's like super balanced and every single stage of getting a product into the world is just as energizing as all the other stages. I tend to be way more into the making stuff than the marketing stuff. So I thought, yeah, yeah, here we are. This would be a handy thing. I think so too. Just take two minutes and we'll, next episode, we're going to talk about what we experienced doing it. And if you want to share your experiences, you can do so in the lean into our discord. Oh, I think we did a podcast, Rob. Thank you. Thank you, Jersey. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I the two minute practice. Ends. Yeah, yeah, that is how it is. Uh, I, I, I do want to say if anybody has any thoughts, reflections, er, th thoughts, reflections, or wonderings about what we shared about the art sound off this year, we would love to hear that too. Like, how, what do you, what do mm -hmm. you think about our approach? As we, because like we want to, we want to refine it as it hits the ground, and part of that that ground contact is what you react to when you hear it. So, uh, do reach out and let us know how it sounds, and if it's something that you'll be participating in, or if there's any kind of like twists or turns that you'd like that you think would make it even more spicy. Um, okay, <laughs> that'd be great. Mm. Yeah, send us your recipes for yeah. Art Sound Off 2020. All right. Well, uh, we record this show weekly on Thursdays at noon Eastern time, 11 a.m. Central. We stream it on Discord and experimenting with streaming at some other places as well. And we'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, I have been Jersey Drozd of LeanAndTort.com and Jersey Drozd on Instagram. Yeah, Jersey Drozd on Instagram. That's right. Okay. <laughs> right on. And I have been Rob Stenzinger, also of LeanAndTort.com. And I'm Rob Stenzinger, places like Instagram. Okay, bye. Show notes for this episode can be found at leanintoart.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at the user leanintoart, and you can reach us via email at leanintoart at gmail.com. And remember, leaners aren't wieners. Thanks for listening.